I love little baby ducks, old pickup trucks, slow-moving trains and rain. The Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays from 8 to 9 a.m. here on KRDO News Radio. Now, here's your host and founder of Garvin's Group of Churchill Mortgage, Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Empire Title, Bill McAfee, your best of the best Colorado Springs gold winner. And I love you too. Well, good morning to all my friends out there. I am Jay. You've tuned into the Jay Garvin Show right here on Cardio News Radio. And we all know the summer is coming to an end when you have moms and dads buying school supplies, kids starting to go to mandatory show days, and yes, even this last week, especially up north in the northern school districts, kids... Going back to school. And even though summer doesn't officially end until mid to late September, if you're a parent, you know it's coming to an end as your children are buying and getting all their supplies. So if you've never heard my voice before, I am Jay and I'm your friend. You can call me directly at 330-1457. That's local right here. We're not piped in from uh, Jacksonville, Florida, or anywhere else. We're right at 8th Street in the KRDO studios with the TV set behind me and Matt, my producer, in the radio box. Great show for you this weekend. Nice summer weather. Been cloudy the last couple days. I've went bike riding up into the mountains. Um, So the cooler weather is better, but we got some more hot, hot, hot Weather still coming, so I appreciate you tuning in. And this, of course, is the Jay Garvin Show, where I speak with you about home and mortgage talk. All of the regular listeners, you and I have a great conversation that's going to unravel today. Uh, very, very important news. I've got it in front of me. Last week, I had Bill McAfee, the economic update with Empire Title. I was originally going to have a real estate agent, but Bill does things so well, I appreciate and pushed him up. He just came back from his vacation, and the market statistics for real estate and mortgage this entire summer have been record-breaking. I've got a lot of articles in the Gazette. I really like uh, what uh, Rich Layden puts out some great business articles with the Gazette every single week, and I've got a couple more of those to refer uh, two throughout the show. But today's show, as we go to the drum roll mat, is property appreciation. And I'm just going to pretend you're a house, and I'm going to say, are you appreciated? Or have you been appreciated lately? Well, in the Pikes Peak region, in El Paso County, and Colorado Springs, and our neighboring communities, you definitely are appreciated if you are a house. And houses have appreciated a lot. Thank God that this is a financial show and not a political show. Uh, I could go on for hours about the uh, political contest going on. I do have to uh, confess to you, my listeners, that I did uh, get a chance last week to go and see the Donald uh, Friday before last week's show. I didn't have the courage to talk about it. Uh, This guy just says some incredibly insane things, and I just liked... Uh, watching him because 
Uh, some of the things he says, I just can't even believe they come out of his mouth. But a lot of you have been listening to me for years, and you can't believe the things that come out of my mouth. So who am I to uh, point the finger? I actually had a client in my office this last week. Uh, can't say their names, but I met them back in June of 13. Matt, that was at the beginning of our five-year run together going in. And I said, wow, you're here three years later, finally doing the purchase. What in the world um, captivated your attention on my show? And she's like, Jay, I was working as a home nurse, run down the uh, Highway 115 to Turkey Canyon, and I remember you on the show talking about you and your wife when you were just married and that you caught your wife going into the garage. And um, because of her ethnic background, you found her trying to steal the rim off your car. And I said, honey, you can't steal that rim off the car. It's not a hubcap. Which she immediately turned around because of my European origin and said, whatever, at least I didn't decimate Europe in the middle of the century during World War II. And I said, ouch. But for whatever reason, that stuck with her, my bad dry humor. And uh, I'm digressing here, but I was listening to uh, Donald Trump, and one of the very first things that uh, he shared with me was um, a statement because I, we were over at UCCS and they didn't have enough space to fit us all, and this is what he said. We have in the room next door over a thousand people. They won't let them in. And the reason they won't let them in is because they don't know what the hell they're doing. That's why, okay? Donald Trump immediately was telling everybody in Colorado Springs that the fire chief and the fire warden or whatever didn't know what the hell they're doing. And uh, I just I just loved it uh, because whether it's smart, stupid, or whatever, he speaks what's on his mind. And many times, whether you enjoy my show or whether you end up after eight seconds turning to another channel, Matt and I kind of speak our mind as well. So I don't pull this stuff right out of my tailpipe. It all comes with history. It all comes with research. I've got research behind me. It all comes with expertise, and most of that expertise comes from my mentor, Yoda, because once again, for 412 consecutive months, it has been confirmed that I.J. Garvin am your home mortgage jet. Yes, train and mortgage, slash through all the confusion of property appreciation, deflation, slow economies, fast economies, buy a house, sell a house, refinance the mortgage, don't touch it build a portfolio, get rid of your debt, build a budget, all of it I've studied in the jungles with Yoda as your home mortgage Jedi. And as I go to break here, I want to make sure that, see again, only three minutes left and that knock comes out the door. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. I want to go into a couple articles here because I've got a huge property appreciation show for you. We're going to talk about how houses have appreciated in El Paso County re uh, share some of the statistics with you, talk specifically about the five properties my wife and I have bought over the last five years, talk about how this can apply to your properties or your desire to have a property, and then what would be your plan of action. But in the news, the hot part of summer is gone, my friend. Uh, in the Gazette, we have home building cools, and it talks about right here in Colorado Springs, construction falls in July, uh, but on pace still for the best year in more than a decade in Colorado Springs, but May, June was really hot. Now July is slowed down, and I predict August will do more. We've got jobless 
numbers are climbing a little bit in Colorado Springs. Uh, U.S. construction across the board and durable goods is falling. So everybody says the economy's hot, and they're all bloated political media talking head liars. They're all full of crap. It's nothing more than a hot summer when people are off from school. Now that school is going back, moms don't want to talk about houses. Jobs are still flat, and this is a reality. I'm optimistic about it, but just look at the articles. They talk about the housing market remaining strong, but it's down from June, and it does that almost every single summer. So that is not a surprise. Now, I will tell you in the news We've got the 10-year treasuries that are at their highest now. Rates are climbing to their highest level since the Brexit. So your interest rates are sitting at about 4%, maybe a little bit under that for a 30-year fixed. VAs are back up to about 3 and a quarter, which is crazy when we say back up to 3 and a quarter. We're still at historically low levels. But overall, rates were better and house prices were hotter in June. And now July cooled down and going into August, I'm going to expect more of the same. And the last part of housekeeping I want to tell you, please, during the break, go on to my Internet site, ChurchillColorado.com. If you don't know it, I am the founder of Garvin's Group of Churchill Mortgage, the only mortgage company for 24 years to partner with Dave Ramsey. Some might say exclusive. Others might say that goes too far. But Dave Ramsey doesn't partner with anybody else. So you want to go on to my website, churchillcolorado.com, sign up for my classes. This last one in July was hot, your home, your mortgage, your retirement. The next one, which is Tuesday, the 16th of August at 6.30 to 8 p.m., is about your investment property. Jay Garvins, I'll be back right after these important messages. The Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk. We're back with the founder of Garvin's Group of Churchill Mortgage. Here's Jay Garvin's. So welcome back to the Jay Garvin Show. I am Jay, your friend. And as I reminded you before the break, be sure that you take a moment to go to my website, churchillcolorado.com. Been in mortgage for 16 years Garvin's mortgage group I had for 11 years last year. We partnered, sold it outright to Churchill. Now I'm humbled to be an owner of the billion-dollar company nationwide, and we are also humbled to be the only representative partner for Dave Ramsey in the entire state of Colorado. Excited to have that partnership. Dave Ramsey and his team are going to be in Colorado Springs later this year in November. Just go to ChurchillColorado.com. Reach out to me if I can help you with a refinance. We have an awesome team of a dozen people and growing. Help two to 300 families a year, and we'd love 
absolutely love the opportunity. I would, as your host, as your friend, the founder of Garvin's Group of Churchill, the opportunity to help you through your next refinance, your next purchase, your next conversation about what you should do and invest in as far as real estate, a budget, retirement, any of that, and all things related to mortgage, real estate, and your dreams. So this title today is Property Appreciation. And if you were a house, I'm going to talk to you as a house and I'm letting you know you are appreciated and you have been appreciating lately. So, how much has your home appreciated? What is the equity that you have in your house? What can you actually sell it for? Uh, What is a reasonable price for you to buy a house for? And what in the world do you do with all this information? And I'm going to research some of the items, specific statistics, which are important. Stick with me here. And if you just hear these stats but you can't stick around, make sure that you call me afterwards right at 330-1457. You have been the most amazing radio listeners for five years, but especially this last year. I'll bet you there's two or three times a month now that I receive a call from someone that said, hey, I don't listen to your radio show, but my dad, my coworker, my friend, my brother, my uncle, my daughter, my son does listen to you and said it's very important that I call you. So thank you so much. When I can get a hold of you for that referral, I'd love to uh, give you a complimentary Dave Ramsey book, a Starbucks card, a admission ticket to the um, next Dave Ramsey event. I'd love to give you a complimentary ticket for entrance to our summer celebration, which is coming in September. This year, Garvin's Group of Churchill Mortgage is going to have a summer celebration that is by invitation only. You have to show an invitation at the door. It's going to be more exclusive. So if you refer anybody for just a mortgage question to me, I want to thank you by giving you an exclusive invitation to our end of summer celebration party, usually on a Thursday or Friday night with some nice libations and some nice music. Uh, Last year we had a wonderful gentleman. Prior year we had the uh, Martini Shot Band. Just a lot of nice hors d'oeuvres, social hour, and friendship around the end of summer. So, I appreciate you, but also listen to these statistics because they can apply to you. I'm going to apply them to my own properties in the next segment. And then, of course, like I do every single week in the power segment, bring it back for what it means to you. So, I'll go fast here with talking up to 3,000 words a minute and maybe wind gusts up to 4,000, but here we go. As far as active listings in the Colorado Springs, the Pice Peak region in that area, every single year for the last 20 years, we have seen a spike in the summer, and that spike always comes for obvious reasons. We're a proportionately high percent of military-connected personnel and families, and uh, more than 25% of the people in El Paso County of the six. 100,000 people are military-connected, and a lot, a lot of military folks relocate in the summer for obvious reasons, and people, population, citizenships, your friends and family relocate with buying and selling in the summer across the board for obvious reasons because that's when the kids are out of school. The only other time that there's another potential spike in purchases is over the holidays. It makes sense over Christmas and New Year's when there's a break. Everything else is just scattered and broken. But it is interesting to know that the active listings in El Paso County have continued to go down from 
2012, 13, and 14 where they were flat, but then 2015 and now again in 2016, the listings or the inventory gets less and less and less. Now, because we basically talk a lot here, you and I, about demographics, supply and demand economies, much of this is common sense because if you have 10 cars on an automobile lot, and you only have five people who are interested in those cars, the prices are not only going to stay flat, they're probably going to go down until there's a competitive response with the people that want to buy those cars. So if your supply is higher than the demand, you're going to see an obvious and a logical downward movement in the prices and the value of those cars or whatever commodity, in this sense, a house. Now, in the opposite... If you've got 10 cars on an automobile lot and you've got 20 people that walk on to buy them, by, again, logical and common sense approach, you're going to see the price and the value of those cars go up. That same exact thing pertains to real estate. Now, a reality check is, and this is crazy, falls totally into demographics in America and what I talk about, supply and demand economies and generational, big generation, small generations, consumption, where the baby boomers are 78 million consumers strong. I, myself, a Gen Xer, we only have 45 million people in our population. And then you've got the millennials, people that are now 12 years old all the way up to 34 years old. There's 87 million of them. You have a big generation baby boomer, small generation Gen X, big generation millennials, and it goes back and forth. I often describe to you and everybody I talk to, not only on the radio show, in my classes, in my conference room, talking to thousands of clients, I say the entire economy right now can be explained in one statement, and that is it doesn't matter what the baby boomers are trying to sell. There's not enough of me, the Gen Xers, to buy it. Period. That's why the economy's flat, not because Obama's an idiot. That's why the economy's flat, not because, you know, uh, George W. Bush did tarp and torched our future, our Congress is bad, or all of a sudden, you know, Paul Ryan, the Speaker of the House, is the Antichrist. None of that's the reason. It's supply and demand economies. And what you have, bada bada boom, shh, right this week, in an article on Drudge, home ownership is at an all-time low since 1965. So how in the world can we have a inventory problem if we have less homeowners than we've had in literally more than 50 years? And why that is, is this. First of all, in 1965, home ownership was at an all-time low because the baby boomers were 20 years old, born in 1946. This is 65-66. The largest generation coming of age was not owning homes yet, and their parents, the great generation, was already into retirement. They'd come back from the war. Now they were starting to turn 40 and 50 and 60 years old. And the silent generation that was nestled right before the baby boomers and after the great generation, my parents, born from 1925 to 45, was a small generation, and home ownership was historically low then. Now you have the baby boomers who are selling all their houses and downsizing. You've got all the millennials that don't have their debt eliminated yet. They don't have permanent jobs. They can't get married because of that debt. They don't have children yet, and they're not settling into home ownership. And we have another natural lull. Now, what accentuates the issue of having low home ownership 
Also, we have a low inventory. And the reason we have a low inventory is because for the last nine years, builders all around the country have been afraid of creating a product because there's no guarantee, no demand, and no confidence in buying that product. You have a lot of people who went into foreclosure. You might have low interest rates, but we have the most complex, difficult loan approval process in the history of our nation. I did a show that was titled Acquiring a Mortgage is Rocket Science, and all of these statistics push to the fact that we've got eight years of nobody moving up, nobody moving down, nobody building houses, all proportionately giving us a very, very small inventory. And all of a sudden, we have baby boomers downsizing now and millennials upsizing, and we find out that we're starting to sell more and more houses with smaller inventory, and lo and behold, we've got property appreciations going through the roof. We sold 1,495 properties in May in Colorado Springs. In June, we sold 1,650 properties in Colorado Springs. And now in July, thank God, we've got some relief. We're back down to 1,485. All still record-breaking months, but by the grace of God, I'm glad things are cooling down. The wait time for appraisals is out of control. Real estate agents are far too cocky right now because all you have to do is have a breath and you can sell a house. Well, that will change in the winter. There's a lot of great agents out there, and then there's a lot of idiotic mortgage brokers. It comes around, it goes around. But anybody who's a real estate agent who thinks they can get a house closed in 30 days right now should just sign up for the University of a Moron. Hi, I'm a moron, and I think a house can close in 30 days. Well, you can't even get an appraisal in El Paso County right now in less than 20 days. So I don't understand why individuals can't be patient, allow the buyers to go through the process, and a lot of that was out of control because what? Supply and demand. Appreciation, when that rises, when the demand rises, everything gets skewed. So don't go anywhere. I'm going to talk to you more, run through the statistics, and also tell you personally about my experiences in real estate. Transparently share that with you, and then I will end. I'm going to go through the power segment of after we take a close look at the appreciation, what are you going to do with it? I'm Jay Garvins. I'll be back right after this break. No, Show Home and Mortgage Talk. We're back with your home mortgage Jedi and founder of Garvin's Group of Churchill Mortgage, Jay Garvin's. Hey, what's the name? Thanks for sticking with me. I'm Jay. I'm your friend. We are deep into the program. This morning on Property Appreciation, I hope you're having a great weekend here in Colorado. The first weekend of August. August is one of my favorite months. Still in summer, but things cool down. September is equally as exciting. 
I'm talking about property appreciation. And as you've heard on the commercials in between my segments, if you want to know more about property, just go to your Android, your Galaxy, your Apple phone, whatever, and go into your app store and download the Home Scouting app. Put in your email, of course, and then put in my VIP code, Jay Garvins. That's just J-A-Y-G-A-R-V-E-N-S, and that will give you full access to the entire MLS system here, not only El Paso County, but in your hometown in Milwaukee, Iowa, wherever you were born and raised, and that will allow you to keep an eye on property appreciation. Before the break, I was uh, sharing the statistics with you in El Paso County. Over a 12-month average, there is more houses selling in El Paso County than there has been since February of 2011 when we hit a low. That's more than five years of straight sales increase and property appreciation. Rich Layden uh, did some reports in the business section of the Gazette this week where he shared that over 1,485 homes sold again, closing out July last week, and that was down. From June, but still proportionately high. The median home, here we go, appreciation. Do you know what hit 262000 was the median home price in Colorado Springs? I remember when I started this radio show in 2012, it literally was barely over two hundred, and now we've got a 25% appreciation. And you that have listened to my show for almost four and a half, five years, 275 shows straight, I'm going to share with you in a minute here that I have begged, I've encouraged, I've prodded, I've done everything, I've done classes, I've educated, I've told silly jokes, dry jokes, been grammatically incorrect, done everything I can to get you to buy houses over the last five years. And those who have listened to me have gained tremendously, and those of you who have not, you've lost out. I feel sorry for you, but it's not too late because houses have increased Another 6% year over year from last year. And as we add these all up, houses have appreciated over 25% over the last five years. And that is a huge return. I just pray that we're not pricing too many young teachers, millennials, young professionals out of the market because Colorado Springs homes are increasing. Next week I'm going to do another show about rents on the rise, Colorado Springs and El Paso County rents increased another 10%. There's a lot of investment apartments that are coming in. But these are all great, great numbers if you're an owner. A little bit intimidating if you're wanting to buy. So some of the stats here before I get into my personal numbers are the inventory is dwindling in El Paso County, and that's for a couple of reasons. One, I told you that during the uh, Great Recession Builders weren't building. National builders like Pulte moved out of Colorado Springs. Local builders like Classic and um, all the other home builders are not challenger, are not building as aggressively because we have small locally owned companies that obviously small business, you don't stretch yourself beyond your means. But the inventory in the number of months has went from eight months of inventory in 2010 to seven months of inventory in 2011. And then 2012, 13, and 14, we were down to five months of inventory of how many houses were out there for you to buy. Then in 2015, things heated up. We only had like two months worth of inventory. And that means if all of the houses stayed stagnant, they would all sell within three months. 
And now this last year here, this summer in 2016, we're literally down to a median of two months of inventory. And what that means, again, supply and demand. If you've only got 20 houses on the market and 30 people want to buy them, your value, your appreciation, your cost is going to go up. And that's exactly what we're seeing. And you say, why don't people build? Well, builders are trying to build. But the economy isn't recovered, regardless of what the uh, talking heads, Clinton, the Democrats, the idiots, the talking media would have you say, oh, the economy's recovered. Really? Then why aren't our durable goods up? Why aren't our wages up? Why aren't home ownership up? All of those things, the inventory, people aren't excited about building because the next thing you know, during the months of the winter, it's going to turn down. And also, if you have houses that are three, dollars $400,000 and less, they're appreciating. If you're nodding your head listening to the show right now and you have a house that's $500,000 to $1 million, you know your value is flat and down up towards the top still depreciating. Well, then also you've got an all-time low in interest rates, so that's encouraging people to come into the markets, and hopefully that's helping more buyers come about. But with the difficulty of the loan process... Because there is a lot of regulation, there's a lot of compliance, there's a lot of disclosures, there's a lot of paperwork. Uh, that's why I really focus on customer service because it makes it difficult for the typical American family to get the house. But for the most part, the biggest thing is medium home prices have increased. I remember back in uh, February of 2012 when the median home price was down at $170,000. And now, literally, the median home price last month was $262,000. That means if you create a graph of all of the houses sold without skewing the high-end million-dollar houses, the median, the typical home in Colorado Springs last month was 162. This month, the typical home value is 157. But that's up from $170,000, and that's a 54% increase, almost 10 to 12% median average. And how does your Wall Street investments look compared to that? Because that's where I'm going. After a couple more of these stats, I'm going to go right into my wife and my inventory of our homes that we've bought. So think the median prices went from 171 in January, February of 2012 to two. 16057 right now and now I'm going to share with you by the numbers the one two three four five houses that I've bought on this radio show every single year since I started imploring you to do the same so here's the numbers the first house my wife and I bought in 2012 this is after I took a three-year hiatus for 2009 all of 2010 and all 2011 I sat renting, owned a mortgage company, but was not a homeowner and was renting. And a lot of people laughed at me. Now, if you want to get more information and say, Jay, I want to go through this, please teach me how to purchase. Please get me positioned with a refinance so I can turn it into an investment property and do what you're doing. You just call me at 330-1457. You just go to ChurchillColorado.com and I can walk you through this. But here it goes. I bought the first house we rented, my wife and I, for three years off Portales, sold all five of our houses from 2006 to 2009. Everybody laughed, put all the profit in the bank, paid off our debt, got rid of some uh, line of credits, all of that. People weren't laughing in 2012, 13, 14. When I started to buy houses, the first house we bought with Kevin Betts, my agent, a great REMAX agent for $385,000 right in 
Ivy Wild. We put no money down. I did a VA loan. I bought it at 3.5%. I did a VA Earl interest rate reduction loan a year later to get it from 375 down to three and a quarter. And I put $50,000 in that house because this is a whole separate show. But remember, the house that you buy and live in is not an income source. It's not a retirement residual income portal. It is nothing more than an asset, and it is a sponge for money. It is a bottomless pit of landscaping and improvements, but at least you fix your monthly living expense, and that's what my wife and I have done. We have a house that's approaching a half a million dollars in value, and we pay them less than $2,000 a month to live there. We put $50,000 of improvement into that house into a brand new concrete driveway, larger windows in the basement, new doors throughout, a lot of landscaping. But today, at 3,200 square feet, I bought that house at $120 a square foot. Today, if you drove down the street, it's worth $150 a square foot. I bought it for $385,000, and all day long right now, today, that house is $485,000. Just four years later, I've gained $100,000 in equity, but I've spent $50,000 to get there. It's on a quarter of an acre lot right in the Broadmoor, five blocks from the Broadmoor, three blocks from Southgate. By the grace of God, there's a huge miracle in the Southgate renovation project now, and that property is going to continue to skyrocket because there's nothing in that area of town that's worth anything under a half a million dollars. So the second purchase we did was at Lafayette. There's a big story behind that, but uh, in the Patty Jewett area in 2013, we purchased that house for $172,000, have put almost no improvements in that house at all, less than $5,000. I did put $43,000 down, but that's an 1,100 square foot house. I paid $172,000 for it and doing nothing to it. Three bedrooms, one bath, no improvements yet except for a driveway, and I did some zero-scaping to get rid of the lawn. That house would sell in a week, and for $210,000 right now, we bought it at 155 bucks a square foot, and it would sell $190 a square foot with 30 young couples fighting over it tooth and nail to get it. More than $38,000 of equity appreciation, and again, I put 25% down, put it on a 15-year mortgage at 3.5%. I started taking rents in 2013 at $1,000 a month. I'm up to $1,250 a month in less than four years. That house is going to be a retirement gold mine for me. In 2014, Marlo and I bought a property in the Ivy Wild on Three Eagles. And uh, interestingly enough, it got nailed with hail like two weeks before. And just like you guys who all got hit around town with hail, don't cry. Do you understand that Jesus Christ can take what was meant for destruction and turn it to the glory of the kingdom? You just got to stop wetting your pants and have a little faith because I freaked out when I bought this house on Three Eagles. And $20,000 of home improvements later, it's been the best house by far that I've bought in the last five years. And Diana Doyle, who helped us purchase that thing, thank you so much. She did an amazing job. She's with REMAX, Agent of the Year, all of that. But this house is appreciated from $226,000 all the way to three twenty-five. I've put less than 1000 bucks into it, put fifty grand down. It's appreciated $99,000. And that is like 270% ROI. I've literally spent 50 grand 
and that 50 grand has turned into 150 grand in less than 2 years. That's incredible. And then in 2015 same thing. I bought that one, put 25% down, put it on a 15-year mortgage, 3.5%. Everybody else was renting houses in the neighborhood for 1300 bucks. Now that house started renting at 1450, then I went to 1650, now I'm at 1700 bucks. That is another retirement. How about having no retirement at all? How about having 50% of your net worth cut in the market? What needs to happen is Americans need to understand that there's actually some effort that's put into your retirement. Yeah, I work on these houses when many of you are watching Survivor on the weekend. And I'm preaching to the choir, but suck it up, buttercup. You got to understand that there's effort in retirement. There's effort in becoming a millionaire. And you got to decide which side of the fence you're going to stand on. That who has a retirement and some residual and no debt or the other half of the Americans or 80% that stand on the side of dead broke, less than 30 days of residual. And where are you going to be? So I'm ranting down a rabbit trail now, but don't go anywhere. When I get back, I'm going to finish up. Our last two purchases on Pleasant Valley and in Divine Redeemer and tell you exactly how property appreciation can work for you. Right after this break, go to my website, churchillcolorado.com, and say, Jay, let's get our purchase started. The best things in life are free, but you can get them to the The Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk. We're back with the founder of Garvin's Group of Churchill Mortgage. Here's Jay Garvin's. We want to pop you up. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on, get paid. Well, thanks for sticking with me. I was laughing during the break with uh, Matt, my producer, when uh, my executive assistant found in my junk mail that uh, some uh, organization out of California wanted to uh, recognize me for a, a tremendous award of being the, the best radio show. And in the fine print, it said, you know, north of the Rio Grande or something, south of Española, New Mexico, me and like no other. But they wanted to... All I had to do was call and claim my big glass trophy for like 141 bucks. And Matt and I said we could go down to the corner trophy shop and get a better trophy for like 60 bucks and pat ourselves on the back. But no one knows who I am except for you. I don't win any awards except for my obnoxious jokes. And I did win the award for the most grammatically incorrect radio show host of 2015. My, my wife voted that. And then with my YouTube videos, uh, my, my blogs every Friday, my uh, wife voted me uh, like uh, Kent the Carpet King because of the way I do obnoxious Caitlyn Jenner uh, impersonations. But for you, the radio listener, for whatever reason, you guys continue to tune in. You continue to love me. I've, I've got my groupies, which I appreciate, all seven of you. And uh, together, we can go down in history together. So going back into property appreciation, um, I talked about how my wife and I bought 
a home in Ivy Wild in 2012, one in Patty Jewett in 2013, another one right down of 8th Street, Ivy Wild, Broadmoor area on Three Eagles in 2014. Bought another one in 2015 in Pleasant Valley. Uh, Diana Doyle with Remax helped me buy that one as well. It was amazing. Uh, $174,000 we bought that one for. I put the most money into this one, thirty grand. But I got a house, a three-bedroom, turned it in from a one-bathroom to a one bathroom to a two-bathroom in Pleasant Valley for $174,000, uh, 1,500 square feet with an attached one-car garage, beautiful hardwood floors like page 60 in Pottery Barn. But I put thirty grand into it. I totally uh, upped the uh, landscaping and the foundation. Uh, updated the kitchen. Then between tenants, I put another ten nine grand in uh, more insulation. Turned a master bedroom closet into a gorgeous retro 1950 subway tile master bath for my tenant. And that baby literally in a weekend could sell. Just got it appraised for two hundred and forty nine thousand dollars. Bought it for one seventy four. Again, put twenty five percent down. There's a theme here. Forty three thousand dollars. Put thirty grand more into it. The equity of that house has increased seventy five thousand dollars, and I literally took thirty grand plus my forty three have like a hundred percent appreciation of my investment of seventy three thousand dollars has turned into a hundred and fifty grand of equity, and that one too, nobody was renting in that neighborhood for over thirteen hundred and now. You know, I've rent $1,700 a month, and people are fighting over it. The last one, uh, just this year, I bought with uh, Justin Hermes um, a beautiful home in Divine Redeemer for $192,000. This one was, again, just under 1,200 square feet. The house, I put zero money into it, two bedrooms, one bath. It's totally open and has the ability to be changed to a three-bedroom, two-bath. The house sharing a lot line with me just sold in December for $280,000. You heard that right. It's also a 1,200-square-foot home. Someone totally gutted it and sold it to a tree-hugging California couple. This couple was like hugging the edge of the house because it's it, it, the outside looks like it's painted like Larkburger. You know, it's all tree-hugging-like, and I don't care. It's $280,000 next to mine. That equity just brushed off. Literally, as it stands, the house now appraises for $235,000. So and that's an 88% return on my investment. So if you add all of the houses that I've bought in the last five years, the one for 385 172 226 174 192 I literally have spent more than $190,000 of my own money with over $86,000 of improvements. But get this, $589,000, a half a million dollars in equity. It literally has been in the last five years that I my net worth has doubled and went from a half a million to a million dollars. I don't live any differently. I drive a Ford Escape. I sold a lot of my uh, sports cars and luxury cars to buy houses, and I am not going to stop because property appreciation is here to stay. So in the conclusion of this show, this is what I want to share with you. You have to take a close inventory of the properties around you and what appreciation has happened since 2012 and consider what you've gained 
Because if you have equity in your house right now, this is what you can do. Take that equity and buy more houses. Sign up for my investment property class the 16th of August at 6.30 p.m. right on my website, Churchill, Colorado. Number two, if you have not taken advantage of it, draw a line in the sand, forget all the money you've lost, forgive yourself for being a financial idiot, and just move forward. Have a short memory. Look out the next four to five years and see what you can predict will be property appreciation. Tune into the show for the next four years, and I'll keep you up to snuff and make the next move for your family. See, literally, as you've listened to this show, the couple that I talked to in 2013 till today, I literally have built a half a million dollars in real, saved money, home equity, cash in the house to secure the retirement for my wife and I. We're, we don't want to sell these houses. We want to build a residual income of 60, 70, 80, 90, $100,000 a year of level two residual income, <coughs> dividends. Things you can live on that trump, no pun intended, any Social Security or other military retirements we might have. I want to have 10 to 20 grand of residual income every month. How about you? The next thing is, is that you've got to sign up for my investment class or my new home buyer class in order to do research about how you can take advantage of property appreciation. And finally, today, I'll tell you, other than giving me a call to become my friend, is just call me at 330-1457 and say, Jay, let's have a cup of coffee and start talking and teaching me about property appreciation. Join a class and learn about property appreciation so it can work for your family. And as I state at the end of every single show, please just remember to go, grow and prosper, and tell someone close to you that you love them because that's what matters in the end. Not property appreciation. Property appreciation just gets you peace of mind so you can spend your time on the important things in life, your relationships. And if you should be so blessed to be financially independent, pray to God before and after that moment in your life to be given the dream, the vision, the purpose to serve others. Because if you have not found that, pray to God that he would deliver it to you because that's what I found in you, the radio listeners. People that I would serve and friendships that I would build every single day for free because you add value to me. So reach out. Go to my website, Churchill, Colorado. Get that uh, web app off your iPhone, off your Android. Home scouting. VIP code is my name, Jay Garvins. And I look forward to speaking to you all right at my corporate offices downtown or by phone at 330-1457. Make it a great week. I love you all. This one is dedicated to those of you who know what it means to be thankful and true. They don't take things for granted. They don't belong to you. The preceding was a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program. And the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio. Oh, appreciation, love and affection, they don't need no resurrection to keep this word on turning. Appreciation, love and affection, I don't need no resurrection.